The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S., on this lovely Monday evening. Wow. There we go, a bit of feedback there. Wow, yeah, that was... That was uh, uh, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> uh, yes, anyway, welcome, hello. Um, bit nippy outside, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's freezing, and uh, I'm, I'm wearing double layers. <laughs> yeah, I've got double layers on as well. It's been pretty nippy, nice little cold snap. Yeah. To uh, to bring us back to life, so um, so yes, so this evening we're going to be talking about Amazon versus Netflix. Yeah, which yeah, is going to be uh, going to be it's going to be a short battle. <laughs> well, yes, yes, but we need to look at them both retrospectively and with an unbiased <coughs> Amazon sucks. But you know, well, it doesn't suck, but it well, just doesn't have the, yeah. the same amount. But yeah, it's certainly um, Netflix does seem to have a bit of a monopoly at the moment in terms of. Yeah. Uh, online viewing subscription-based products, I guess yeah. you could call it. Yeah, it does. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. As you can hear from the dulcet tones, mm. Alex is here as always. Yeah, back again. Back again. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, hopefully there'll be three of us again in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Once Andrew comes back, so that'll be great. Um, I'm in my garb this evening. I'm in my film and TV show garb which is great and you can get any of your personalized stuff from uh, sorella print just find them on twitter at sorella print and uh, tell them what you want so um so yeah this is pretty much pretty much it you know <laughs> if you are following us on twitter thanks very much if you're not our twitter is at the ftv show and you can find us on facebook there's a facebook group as well where we post all of our shows and any questions that you want to put. If you do listen to us on the podcast, thank you very, very much. We've had a massive influx last week of uh, of subscribers, which was mm. great. We had an extra 7,000 subscribers after last week, so that was nice. Wicked. Um, not sure where they come from, but thank you to all <laughs> of you who uh, who subscribed after last week's show, The Naughties. That was brilliant. Definitely. Um, we've had, that was one of our most popular shows. We've had almost 30,000 downloads of that. So, um, so yeah, actually really... I was really I feel g- like I'm just giving out positive words here, like definitely. I know, yeah, Sweet. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was really, really good. So um, if you could leave a review, that'd be even better. Imagine if we had 30-odd thousand reviews, that'd mm. be amazing. If you can, stick a review for us on uh, on iTunes. I know it's a pain in the backside, but if you yeah. can... It takes five seconds, though. Yeah, just give us five stars and just put brilliant, that'll do. Yeah, put um, Alex's brilliant. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Um, but yes, if you could just do that, that would be amazing, um, and that would help push us up in iTunes as well, so other people can yeah, find us. Um, it'd be nice, and obviously, if you do put something very lengthy and very insightful, we will give you a shout out if you stick your Twitter handle in there, or you <laughs> drop us a, a DM, or you tag us in a tweet to say that you've um, that you've left us a review, and that would be great. We can uh, we can give you a shout out. So thanks very much in advance for that. Um, right, so. Amazon versus Netflix. I know that it's it, everyone's like, oh, well, it's an easy thing. You know, Start the clock. We'll be done in two minutes. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yes, Netflix does have the. Um, well, oh. well, well let's, let's just let's just go back because before you had streaming sites, you had the likes of blockbusters. Yeah, and you know where you go in and you would do rentals and you'd go in and you'd get rentals and you do it that way and you'd have hard copies. Whereas now it's all digital and the first mm. digital one was actually. Um, I think it was Love Film before it was Netflix. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Love Film, God, uh, that was a long, long time ago. That kind of was the beginning of the end that of... Was, yeah, that was the first subscription one that you could you could really uh, just sort of do and you've got like access to about 300 or 400 films. Uh, I remember, you know, they had massive advertising in the UK yeah. uh, just like set up in most town centres just handing out like free 
uh, freebies, like three yeah. months and stuff. Just to get it. And <coughs> that was kind of where it all started. Netflix mm. actually started in 1997 in the US. Wow. 97, 21 years ago. That's really interesting. Cause yeah, they, they never they didn't stream. I oh, think they yeah, were the okay. equivalent of Love Film. And they yeah, did, they did what Love Film did. Mm. And then they kind of moved into streaming service around 2004. I was, was going to say, yeah, like I... I didn't even re- realize that, but yeah, if if it's like hard copies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. hard copies back in the late nineties in the states, um, and then they moved on to an an initial kind of streaming service that was massively. Uh, expensive. Oh yeah, because they sort of did a a weird transition phase between hard copies and streaming, where you yeah. you requested a DVD to be sent to you, and you would get the next one when you sent that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which was, was pretty, which was exactly the same as Love Film. But yeah, just from your home sort of thing yeah um so so they started that and then it kind of went into full scale i think they scaled back all their dvds in mm. 2009 10 11 yeah and they sort of scaled them all back and that was when they bought love film mm. in the uk and that's when they started doing it here in in the uk obviously for the us they had it a little bit before us but um but you had amazon prime actually started in 2005 so they were actually delivering streaming stuff to the uk in 2005 that mm. it was only i think there was only like five or six and you had to pay a premium for them yeah. you got prime and then you had to pay a premium to get it but amazon was kind of the first one here in the uk and then netflix come in and then it's just been like a battle ever since i feel like there's two distinct reasons why i have um amazon and netflix together uh, one is because I actually quite like the delivery rates on Amazon Prime. It's just a yeah. qu- really great way to get like next day delivery. Yeah, and that's uh, that's literally what Prime is. Yeah, uh, and then it's like an added bonus of also you get something a bit like Netflix, but not as good. Yeah, and, uh, and let's be honest, it's not as good. I mean, you've got the odd um, the odd program. So they chucked uh, I can't even remember how much. I think it was four million dollars an episode for uh, the Grand Tour. Which, as many of you may know, it's is now cancelled. Has now been cancelled, mm. um, but is also well, it was also the um, uh, Top Gear guys, basically. Yeah, James May, Richard Hammond. I think uh, the Jeremy four Clarkson. million. I think generally went towards the um, uh, the cast rather yeah. than the production. Well, yeah, because season one was actually really good because they were driving all over the place. Mm. It was in different countries, and then. Season two, they just stayed in Jeremy Clarkson's back garden in a big-ass tent. Yeah. And that was it. And then they just said, this is what we did. Have a watch on this. And you literally had people sitting in the tent mm. watching VTs. And you just think, well, that's crap. Why, yeah. why didn't you go around different countries? I mean, what the stuff that they did was a lot better and was of the similar ilk of what they did at Top Gear. But it literally just reverted back to how their Top Gear days were, which was really, really pants. Um mm. And then you've got the likes of Vikings, for instance. They're yeah, really, really a, good. That's, uh, that's a brilliant program. Well, that's the only reason I uh, insisted on getting an Amazon uh, for the TV-wise because I was really interested in um, the sort of historical reenacting TV series at the time. Yeah. I watched uh, The Last Kingdom on um, Netflix, which is still available, uh, which is like Anglo-Saxon, quite interesting uh, but I, I'd heard like really good things about Vikings, and uh, I'm glad I I did did obviously uh, make that purchase yeah. and jump on that. Recently, though, on Vikings, the TV series, like the latest season, yeah, not impressed. No, it's it's down as an Amazon. It's not an Amazon original, but they tried to take it's credit like for it. it. Yeah, but it's not because it's on the History Channel. Yeah. Um, it's just released on Amazon before it's released on the History Channel, basically. Yeah. Um, but Amazon is just—it's just gone to pot. There's just now on there. Every time I'm looking through, I'm trying to find something. I just think anything good that appears on Amazon is usually on Netflix as well. Um, the only thing that I saw that interested me a lot was Moonlight was on Amazon before Netflix. Um, so I yeah. definitely jumped on that because I'd heard well, it's it's an it's an Oscar, Oscar candidate and winner. So yeah. um, I definitely wanted to watch that, but. It's it's sad when you can only put a handful of things on there that really inspires you to want to go to Amazon. You need more. You need like more production values uh, of like unique shows. 
And you can see that Amazon's really attempting that with things like Black Sails and American Gods and Lucifer and see, things. American Gods was awful. I, yeah. I hated that. I thought that was terrible. And, and it has some really good actors in it, which is yeah. annoying because you'd expect good things, but yeah. maybe it was just the direct uh, the direction of the series. Uh, maybe they just didn't bring the best out yeah. in the cast. But it just seems that Amazon are just not... They're just not bringing anything out. And it's it's kind of like, like you said earlier, it's just an add-on to the next day delivery because ultimately yeah. people are paying 80 quid a year for next day delivery exactly. on most stuff. You get the music as well, which is brilliant. Mm. You know, don't get me wrong. I love the music um, and I'll play it out off me echo all the time, Yeah, um, which is brilliant. But that's, that's pretty much it. The, the, uh, yeah, that's it. The, the TV shows are boring and bland and they're... They got yeah. into Lucifer for a bit because it was interesting. It had that sort of different vibe, but um, after again, yeah, but even that's available. Even that's available on Netflix. No, it's not. Is it not? No, no, no. I'm sure uh, it's on Lucifer's uh, exclusive for Amazon again. Is it? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where you watch. Uh, I watched up until the second series, went into the third series, and it was just a bit, uh, very much too similar. Yeah, you know all the. It's a bit like um, when you watch CSI. Like if you've seen every episode of CSI, yeah, yeah, yeah. they all start to feel very similar, and yeah. uh, it, it wears on you. It's like regurgitated plot lines, and mm. yeah, pretty much like uh, Family Guy. It feels like Amazon is basically the early stages of Netflix. Yeah, because we had this uh, these sorts of problems before with Netflix uh, when they started to bring out their original um, series like Marco Polo and stuff like that. Yeah. They weren't good. Uh, you watched it for maybe one series. They got cancelled because Netflix wasn't uh, getting the viewership needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like Amazon's just not sort of trying to spread uh, the ideas. It's just sort of trying one thing. If it doesn't work, bury it forever and not like reattempting anything. Yeah, well, they, they've done that with quite a lot of TV shows where they've done it. And like you say, they've they just give up. Mm. They don't get they don't get the subscriptions and they don't get the people watching it. And you just think. Right. Well, what's the point? It's like, it's it's like to me, it's like they've pumped all their money into the grand tour, yeah, and they've basically got this, you know, this all singing, all dancing, um, video stuff. They, literally, yeah, they do for try the grand and sell tour. on the adverts about the grand tour the most. They even got like Jeremy Clarkson to do adverts for the Fire Stick or yeah. something, uh, and then plugged obviously Amazon for Grand Tour. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, well, that's over now. So they're going to have to find something else to invest yeah. in. And I mean, I I just don't know where where Amazon are going to go, to be honest, because they don't seem to have very much content. It seems to be very much a case of, okay, this is what we've got, but this is all we've got. I don't ever see anything mm. new come up on Amazon. I don't, they don't do... They don't kind of refresh it every month. They don't take things off and put exactly. things on. It's very much all the same stuff. And even when you go searching, they don't have – they have hardly anything. What's funny is when, when you search on Amazon, on Amazon Fire or, Stick or Or even box, worse, they recommend you buy it. Yeah. Because I've had – I've gone on to some of the movies and I was like, oh, my God, they've got this really, really early. And it's, oh, pre-order the DVD for yeah. like ten ninety nine. I'm like – well, if I wanted to do that, I'd just go on Amazon, like, .co.uk. Yeah. But then it's not just that, right? I wanted to watch Gavin and Stacey mm. on, on Amazon. Yeah. They had the first two seasons, um, and then it went on to the Christmas. It was like, click here to buy. And I'm like, what? Hang on. No. What, what are you playing at? I yeah. want to watch the whole lot. I'm not, I'm not here to watch just a couple of bits. I want the Christmas special, and I want... Mm. Season three. But to get that, you have to pay. And you just think, well, what am I paying you 80 quid a year for then if I can't have the whole lot? Yeah. That just seems pointless. And it's not even that. It's also all the other stuff as well. Um, like all the ki- all my, my kids, they like watching things like Team Umizoomi and all and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you get the first season for free and then you've got to pay for the rest. And you just think, all right. I'm not being funny. And that's, and that's kids stuff as well. I'm not yeah. being funny, but... Why are you allowing one season and want us to buy the others? I'll just go and find it on Netflix because I'm damn sure it's on Netflix for free. Yeah. And it actually works out that you're paying the same sort of price, which we'll get to price in uh, in if, a bit. If not that, you just go on Amazon.co.uk, 
buying the series box set for way cheaper than they're asking for on their streaming service. I know. It's, it, it, I think that is where Amazon are missing the trick because they're, mm. they're taking all this money predominantly for the next day delivery and they've, they've chucked this on in the hope that people will start to do it but people aren't going to pay money when they're already paying money. It's add-ons. I think that's the main thing. It's like if you give a service like Netflix, you don't then tack on things that they can optionally buy because that's just going to irritate everyone if you click on a movie you want to watch and find you've not got the super premium subscription yeah. membership that's needed to play everything in the library. Yeah, and it's even when you're searching for a film, it doesn't bring up the film. It brings up um, films that are similar, and you think, no, I want... Did you mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, no, I didn't mean that. This is what I wanted to watch. You obviously yeah. haven't got it. And I think their back catalogue is limited it's limited, um, it doesn't refresh, it doesn't alert you when new things are on either, no. and it certainly doesn't tell you when, say, the new series of Vikings uh, was out. I had to Google that and find out from the History Channel, yeah, uh, just to find out when exactly the fifth series was coming out, and then it doesn't alert me if I put it on my favourites to when the newest episode is out, no. so you just have to tune in and, uh, and sort of find out when that day is that this, uh, that's released the new episode. Yeah, it's just... They, they've got some easy changes to make, but it could be uh, a, really, a really strong competitor to Netflix, but it just doesn't feel like they're putting in enough effort. Yeah, that is, that, that is nail on the head. That is, they don't look, feel like they're putting in any effort whatsoever. Mm. They just feel like they've, they've tacked it on. I mean, the music, they've really pushed the music side mm. of it because they've, they've added on Music Unlimited. Yeah. Um, they've added on all the extras um, that you can get in terms of their, the echo dots and the, the, you know, the actual main speakers and all mm. of those. And it's like the video streaming site has just kind of been left behind. I, I will be surprised if it's still around in a year's time because I think they'll probably just knock it on the head, in all fairness, because they're not Quite getting possibly. anything. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I literally turn on my Amazon Fire Stick first. I have a look and see what's on there on my home screen. If I don't see anything, it goes straight off again. Yeah, um, well, for me, it's gotten to a point where I'm not even checking my Amazon uh, video. I have the app on my phone, on my computer and everything. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I'm always clicking Netflix because I can guarantee that there's something in the back catalogue uh, that I will watch or re-watch in some cases uh, rather than going to try any sort of weird, mediocre series that comes across my view on Amazon or, um, you know, watching movies that are on Netflix as well. Mm. Because that's the problem. Like, they've there's only so many good movies you can get and if you're not getting them first and if you're not um, making a big deal out of them people are going to see the notifications come up on their iPhone saying oh uh, new in in store is Moonlight on Netflix uh, and you'll yeah. be like oh brilliant I can watch that tonight and I yeah. don't have to worry that I'm going to need to spend like £10 to watch it no and that's and, and that is Amazon's biggest problem yeah. I think and they don't have anything original as in, if you told me that Amazon Prime had scrapped its entire catalogue and was now doing a service where it gave you uh, before DVD release uh, versions of movies that are in the cinema uh, for free um, because it's part of the way they make the money uh, for us watching them, yeah, um, that would be awesome to you know capitalise on the early pre-DVD release. So say uh, Black Panther in about you know, two weeks' time, released on there. Sky do it. Exactly. So why, why can't Amazon figure out, like, a business plan that Netflix isn't doing and then do that? Because you're not going to compete with Netflix, who has now sort of established themselves in the market as the go-to for a free service. Well, not a free service, but no. like a subscription service uh, that just carpet bombs. And we are talking carpet bombs because they've got the financial backing now uh, to do their own projects with Will Smith in it, and I can guarantee yeah. he's not uh, cheap. To no, hire. he's at least thirty million dollars. But exactly. we'll, we'll get to Netflix uh, in a minute. We'll play mm. a little bit of music, um, and then we'll come back to Netflix, and we'll uh, we'll lay into Amazon a little bit more. <laughs>
nice little bit of animation music there, just to kick it off. Bit of Shrek mm. and uh, a little bit of Billy Crystal and um, the other guy from Monsters Inc. Yeah, who plays Sully. But yeah, no, good fun, good fun. We, we've just been uh, we've just been talking about a, a, a terrible review from the Guardian that um, <laughs> that, that we saw for Ready Player One, yeah. um, and it was it was just awful, and it just it just wound me up today when I saw that. I was just like, oh. Anyway, 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 going back, <laughs> Netflix, yeah, it, like like we were saying before, Netflix has kind of it has the financial backing. I mean, Bright mm. was a, it was a good film. It was very much Alien Nation mixed it, with a little bit of Lethal Weapon type. It reminded me of District Nine. Yes, very much yeah. so. Um, with the whole uh, something out of the ordinary being added into the everyday life yeah. uh, aspect. Um, I think District 9 was a better film, obviously. Massively uh, better. Way better. And I do think that there were some quite serious issues with Bright that needed uh, to be addressed. Yeah. But overall, I don't understand the massive hatred that it got because I've seen plenty worse films over the years than that. Yeah. And uh, I did enjoy myself when I watched it. it yeah, there was, there was times where I was like, eh. but, yeah. you know, overall, if you enjoy a film... Don't don't let it bother you too no. much. I think, and that's the thing with, with with. I mean, it's got Will Smith in it, and he's a thirty million dollar leading actor. Yes. So you can just look at the the budget that Netflix have pumped into that film, and it is a film. It's mm. not like a TV series. It, it's a film, and it's a Netflix original. And Joel um, Edgerton, I bet, is not cheap, especially when they had to uh, coerce him into all that um, face makeup and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So Netflix has a massive power behind it, but they, they started from humble beginnings and, and mm. now they are the, probably the largest streaming service. I mean, you've got Hulu yeah. in America. It's just like, what? Yeah, okay. Well, there's there's loads of like custom uh, streaming sites now because everyone's realising they can stream from their own websites. Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, what's, what's the uh, HBO? Yeah. Uh, they've got one, I think it's called HBO Go. The CW have it for yeah. things like Flash, Arrow, it's ba- just, basically the Arrowverse. I guess it's like the close... Well, because they've got their own ones, you won't see Game of Thrones anytime soon on Netflix, which is a bit irritating. No, but Sky my, Atlantic have got the yeah. uh, the rights for that. Yeah, so um, you'll see it on certain places, but not not your Netflix, not your Amazon. No. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's... Everyone's doing it, but no one's no one's doing it to the extent that Netflix is. Well, you just got to look at all of the um, all of the originals they've got. I mean, mm. you've got all the Marvel TV shows. Yep, that, you've got that. Must have been that wouldn't have been cheap. <laughs> that wouldn't have not. been cheap. Not when you consider you've got all of them because you've got Iron Fist, you've got the Defenders, you've got Daredevil, you've got mm. um, Jessica Jones, which has just come out for a second season. Just finished watching that. I haven't. I haven't even. I'd you know, never seen Jessica Jones, so I'm actually watching the first season. First, um, in my honest opinion, first season is a bit better. See, I'm I'm loving David Tennant. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's just he's just evil. But anyway, but you know you've got that. You've got Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got you've got those. Then you've got Star Trek Discovery. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't yeah, think it was I, all that bad. In all I fairness, thought it got better as it went on, but I still maintain that the lead actress. Oh, she's terrible. Yeah, she, oh, she's she absolutely she terrible. Abysmal. I loved Jason Isaacs in it. Yep, yeah, it's a shame. Well, we're, we're, let's not ruin it for well, people. Yeah, we no. won't get into spoilers, but no. um, uh, there are certain actors that do outshine others. They, um, uh, Doug Jones, Mister Saru. Yes. Love yeah. Doug Jones, and I actually watched a, a very short uh, film. He uh, was the most Star Trek in it, I think, as well. He yeah. felt, he like, felt, yeah. yeah, like he belonged. If in, you don't know yeah. who Doug Jones is, Google him because he is such a fantastic actor, such a fantastic, and he's he plays so many aliens and so many weird creatures that you wouldn't realize. He's the man behind the prosthetics, basically. Yeah. That's what he does. Um, but then you know they have that. They have so many. Um, so many Netflix original series mm. and Netflix original films, and you just think, and holy crap, and anime as well. Yeah, they've jumped heavily into the uh, Japanese uh, anime side of things, and they've they brought out Japanese uh, only, as in in terms of uh, language and uh, you know uh, that sort of thing. They've brought out Japanese anime. 
They brought out uh, English dubbed versions of uh, different animes that yeah. aren't available elsewhere. They have uh, they've done Castlevania as a short uh, anime series, which was awesome. Um, yeah, they've they've really like put their fingers in all the pies uh, that they could. Yeah, they're not just sticking to oh we'll we'll do maybe the odd movie and maybe the odd TV series. They're no, like, no, no, we'll jump on TV series, including cooking shows. Uh, Japanese anime films going from small budget all the way up to the massive budget ones. I mean, they even launched uh, Annihilation. Yep. And yep, they, they launched um, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Yeah. Which no, but, not as great, but still. But I'm not being right. funny though. There were they were films that could have gone into straight into the cinema, yep. and they were launched straight on their their streaming service. And I think it's I think it's sometimes a little bit better. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have gone to have seen Cloverfield Paradox. No. I, I just straight up would not pay money uh, to watch something like that. And I'm glad I've got it on Netflix because it is always an option that I just put it on and waste an hour or two. Yeah. Uh, and even I haven't watched Annihilation yet, but I'm reading nothing but good things about it. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's one of those sort of things where you can't work out if it's gross or beautiful. Yeah. But the thing is, is if that was at the cinema... How much would that have really grossed? Whereas people who have it, Netflix... Was look, it not at the cinema? No, it's not been released in the cinema. Oh, okay. It's just on Netflix. Interesting. And, that, and I would love to have sat in the boardroom when the chief execs and the board of directors at, at Netflix were like, right, what can we do to screw over Amazon? What, yeah, what, what is what? it that we can do to basically <laughs> pummel Amazon into the ground? I don't think oh. that's exactly what they're saying out with those. No, no, Probably more like uh, what, will, what will get us the most views. Yeah, and, and what they basically do is, and, and people agree with it or not, I personally, I think it's a good thing when they don't take away the stuff that I like watching. But they refresh every month. They take things away yeah, and they sometimes. put things on. Sometimes it's a pain in the arse and it's not and it's not great, but at least they give you warning that when they're taking it down. You scroll through your my list and find something's missing and you're like, yeah. no, no, they didn't take it. God damn it. But they do give you a week's notice that they're going to yeah. do it. You do get an email to say, this is what we're taking away in mm. a week's time. Watch it or lose it, basically. But this is what we're putting on. And and it's great because it's, it's new. Obviously, they don't get rid of the Netflix originals. It's all the other stuff. I mean, yeah. at the moment... Um, I mean, at one point they had all of the Friends on there, the whole lot of Friends, yeah. and I think they still do. Um, but they took it off going. and then put it back on again. They, it, it kind of, it's like clothing and music; it just comes back around again. Yeah, it's what people uh, people sometimes email into Netflix and request things, and when they get a certain amount of requests, uh, I think they do uh, put things back on again. Um, likewise, I think certain times of the year they'll focus on Christmas movies. Obviously, around Christmas, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's just interesting to see that they're varying things up, and uh, certainly it's it's not one that you can ever build like your my playlist of movies and things that you will keep forever because they will yeah. change them eventually, and uh, it, it's just there to sort of literally use as your list of what to watch next, rather than um, rather than what you're keeping forever. Yeah, and yeah, but um, uh, see the thing with Netflix is that their back catalogue is huge. Yeah, you know it well, is absolutely you can ridiculous keep finding things that you've not seen before and just like add to your list. And uh, my list is pretty substantial now. <laughs> I'm yeah. having trouble getting through it all. But when you when you think that you're paying, uh, I mean the minimum is five ninety nine a month for the basic, right? Mm. But most people go for the seven forty nine. Um, to seven ninety nine, which is the the HD. Most even the premiums only eight, no eight ninety nine. So you're you're yeah. basically paying eighteen quid more than Amazon Prime over the course of a year, mm-hmm. and you are literally getting a redunculous amount of uh, mm. of films and TV shows. I mean, yep. I'm just taking my kids through Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at the minute. Literally every what, the, morning, the actual series or the, the movie. actual yeah, series. The series no no we'll, we'll get we'll get to Ivan Ooze and the films after <laughs> after they watch it but at the moment literally every morning my both of my boys are like daddy can you watch Power Rangers and I'm like yeah. yes yes you can, can. <laughs> and it's just but it's just brilliant I mean the acting is is terrible but yeah that isn't good you, you can't get that sort of stuff on TV on, anymore on, on TV or even on Amazon and that is where Netflix are absolutely killing it because they are taking things that 
they know that people will watch. And at the moment, nostalgia seems to be a massive, um, a massive thing. And I'll tell you one thing as well that I've just realised. Netflix releases a series and they release episode one to episode whatever. Yes, they rele- yeah, they, they release the whole series so you can binge it. And Amazon doesn't. It releases it week by week as it's released on TV, which drives me insane paying for a service that, you know, uh, yeah. I'm having to wait for to watch. I'm one of these really impatient people that as soon as Jessica Jones season two drops, it's going to take me about a day, two days, depending on, you know, yeah. weekends and things like that, uh, to binge the entire series. And I love that because it it gets it, I say gets it out of the way, but I don't like having to wait a week to find out the end of a storyline. Yeah. Uh, I just like getting through the entire story and being like, huh, I've seen the product as a uh, as a whole, as it was, uh, you know, originally intended to be as a story. And as it was filmed as well. Exactly. So I just, yeah, there's that impatient side of me that's like, yeah, Netflix is doing that right yeah, but as I, well. I love that as well. I love being able to just think, do you know what? Yes. Because it's like you sit down with your friends, your family, your kids or your wife uh, and you you put on a TV series and you press play. Um, there'll be times where you'll just want to watch one episode, but there may also be times where you're like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Do you want to watch the next one? But oh, it, you can't because we're on Amazon. But they don't do that for everything because iZombie, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. there are quite there a few are some. That, that don't do it, that only do it week by week. Yeah. And they stick to that mid-season finale, which drives me insane because mm. that mid-season finale is just bullshit. Yes. It is just an absolute joke, just do one. It's lazy just writing, it. to be fair. It is just lazy. It's like, oh, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, let's have a break. No, just get on with it. Get it done. Give the public what they want. Stop saying, oh, and I've got it. It's like mm. at the moment with, and I'm going off on a tangent now, the CW, <laughs> they've basically stopped Supergirl so they can incorporate Legends of Tomorrow on the CW because they only said they would only show five yeah. at a time and they've got Black Lightning. I'm just like, I'm sorry, but get rid of Legends of Tomorrow and stick Supergirl back on because I would take Supergirl over Legends of Tomorrow any day of the week <laughs> because Legends have just got boring now. Now that Arthur Darville is hardly in it and it's all Katie Lotts, I just think, oh, do you know what? And it, it doesn't even have Wentworth Miller in it anymore. This is just going right over my head yeah. right now. I'm there'll like, be people out there oh. that'll, be, that, that'll be shaking yeah. their head going, yes, Rich, you are damn right. And then there'll be people going, no, what you want about Legends is great. No, Legends is rubbish in comparison to Supergirl. Hashtag just saying. Anyway, um, yeah. coming off my rant and going back, there rant. are there are there are TV <laughs> shows that, that only come out you no know, once a week, which is fine. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery did it once a week, but then but that that's fine because that gets you to go back into Netflix and to look at what else is on there. And for me as a person with my Netflix, I will wait for that to become a whole series whilst I watch another series that is yeah. fully released. And then I'll binge that series. But you are still getting your money's worth because you're watching something else. I actually find myself watching Netflix more now Mm. than watching normal TV. Yeah. Because normal TV is crap. Adverts. Yeah, it's just adverts. I would rather sit and watch stuff on Netflix. I mean, I I can't tell you how many many films I've watched that I wouldn't necessarily have watched, how many TV shows I've watched. I'll tell you the last time I sat down in front of a TV, uh, and that was... Game of Thrones when it's on Sky Atlantic. Yeah. And that was nearly, well, that's coming up to over a year ago now. So, yeah, yeah take that as, um, as like proof that you can quite happily just uh, subscribe to Netflix or Amazon and just, you know, use that as your alternative. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to wait uh, until 8 o'clock uh, for primetime broadcasting in order to watch a TV show. I'd rather just go at, like, 6.30, you know, after yeah. I've eaten and then watch something then. But that is where Netflix is killing it because yeah. they have this massive back catalogue. They have it all set up that you can have different profiles for different mm. people and you can watch different programmes and each one is saved per profile. Um, you can do it on multiple uh, units devices. as well, yeah. multiple, multiple devices. And it, it has stuff on there that you can watch on TV but you have to wait for a certain time. Mm. And you just think, you know, this is where Netflix are absolutely wiping the floor with the competition and this is where they have to be applauded because what they're basically doing is they're sticking two fingers up at the likes of Sky and BT and Virgin, mm. um, of which I am a customer for Virgin. Yep. You know, I am a customer. Um, but they're basically sticking fingers up at them and 
you know, more more so. Um, I, I in my head, I picture it as a, a Richie and Eddie from Bottom scenario, whereas <laughs> where Netflix is Eddie and Amazon is Richie, and Eddie is pummeling Richie with a mallet or a frying pan or whatever it is he does. If you've never watched Bottom, the TV show Bottom, I implore you, go and watch it. It is quintessential British comedy vileness. more Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> okay, very similar to Ren and Stimpy. You can use that. Or, or you Pinky can, in the Brain or Pinky, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Can, literally any duo combo where one of them pummels the other one. Yeah. That's literally what how I, how I see Netflix versus Amazon. Yeah. But I prefer to say... Richie and Eddie from Bottom because I love Bottom and it, it, hence the begin, hence the theme tune at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in terms of value for money, Netflix hand down, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Um, um, Godless. That was, that was such a big winner in my book. Yeah. I, I'm I'm highly recommending if you haven't started watching. I it, haven't, but you, I've heard good you things. Need to get on that because. First off, we're starved for westerns at the moment anyway. Yep. Um, you know, Hollywood always goes in its trends in terms of things coming back around, like Gladiator stuff. We had the old school Michael Douglas and Spartacus, and then it came round to Russell Crowe and Gladiator. Yep. Um, we're, we're sort of due that time of coming back to westerns fairly shortly. And uh, we had some early, early attempts with, like, The Magnificent Seven with uh, Denzel Washington and... Um, Oh, what's his name? Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was okay, but uh, Godless absolutely knocked it out of the park. It has, uh, was it Jack O'Connell? I think is the main. Yes, yeah, yeah. Main guy, um, and he he does phenomenal work. They've got a brilliant um, cast in it. They're all believable. Uh, Thomas Brody Sangster is in it as well. Uh, so they really nailed the cast, and um, it's it's a very uh, adult storyline it does not hold your hand through the story you have to pay attention and sort of follow along and you'll you'll get more out of it but it's certainly such an enjoyable and well done tv series that you need to uh need to go and watch okay mm. there you go awesome right we'll play a bit of music and then we'll we'll be back
You're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. on Heroward Community Radio. We were just saying, actually, that that song reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. But then, yeah. <laughs> but then you were yeah, like, it like, reminds oh. me. Remember the Titans, and I'm like, oh mm. man, right in the field. Remember the Titans. Oh. Yeah. The only time I, I actually think it is Ryan. Is it Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling. It is Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, loads I mean, of people. That film is just amazing. It's star-studded now. Yeah. When you look back at it, you're like, oh, oh god, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So, um, obviously, we both. Uh, love Netflix more, yeah, than, yeah, more than it's, anything. It's, um, it's not hard to um, no. But I want I want to go through some uh, some little known facts about Netflix. Okay, so <laughs> I'll we've, try and go through some of the facts that I found about Amazon. But there's a lot of junk. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not surprising. So um, so we'll start with uh, Netflix. First name on paper was Kibble. Ah, which which is just. Yeah, I've got one about Amazon. Amazon.com was almost called Cadabra, uh, as in Abracadabra. Uh, the idea was struck down because CEO Jeff Bezos' lawyer misheard the word as cadaver. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So they went with Amazon. Um, new Netflix employees start at around $18 an hour. $18 an hour. Now, I'm not being funny. That's actually a hell of a lot of money in the States. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Amazon's warehouses have more square footage than 700 Madison Square Gardens and could hold more water than 10,000 Olympic pools. Holy crap. That's a lot of water. That is a hell of a lot. <laughs> and, yet they still, and yet they still can't manage to pick the right items sometimes. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, well, it's big. <laughs> they misplaced it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's have a look. So uh, it is the largest contributor, Netflix is, of internet traffic. According to the numbers in 2015, mm. Netflix com- combined bandwidth traffic accounts for 36.5% of peak traffic in North America. Amazon wow. and Hulu, meanwhile, accounted for less than 2%. I mean, that's just... That's massive. That's that huge. huge. I mean, and that's just North America. In England, it's got to be, what, 70%? Must yeah. be. Well, yeah, like... We don't have that many competitors in terms of... Well, we've got Amazon, but I wouldn't class that as a competitor to Netflix. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Amazon's current logo. This will either blow your mind or, you, or you'll just say like, oh, yeah, we've seen that. I know what you're going to say. Uh, Amazon's current logo was designed to depict a smile that goes from A to Z. Uh, this signifies the company is willing to deliver to everything uh, to deliver everything to everyone anywhere in the world. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember reading that because it has a little arrow that goes from A to Z. Yeah, yeah I remember someone saying that before. Um, Netflix almost got sucked into the blockbuster black hole. Um, mm. CEO Reed Hastings nearly handed Netflix over in two thousand. He th- he sought to align himself with Blockbuster. That's... I'm so glad he didn't do that because it yeah. would have just gone to shit. That would have sunk the company. That would have sucked massively. Um, Amazon.com employees spend two days every two years working at the customer service desk, even the CEO. This practice is to help all workers understand the customer service process. See, that's not that's not bad. That's that's quite good. That's it's just a shame the service sucks anyway. Their customer service is awful. I've had no end of dealings with their customer <laughs> service, and it is just horrific. Um, the origin of Netflix and chill. Everybody oh knows Netflix and chill, yeah. right? It's <coughs> just it, it, we've all used that a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just it, everyone knows what Netflix and chill is. I'm not even going to act like yeah. you don't know. If you don't know what Netflix and chill is, um, <laughs> Google it. And while you're at it, Google Blue Waffle as well. Oh, no, don't, um, don't, don't shut Google up, that. Shut up, shut up, shut up. No, shut up, <laughs> That's disgraceful. Shush, shush, shut up. Um, so uh, Kevin Roos at Fusion actually tracked down the origin of the phrase. Uh, when Netflix began offering streaming service in 2007, uh, people might say something like, oh, I'm going to go home and watch some Netflix and chill, which meant going home, flopping down on the couch and watching Netflix. Mm. Yeah, that, and that then, soon changed. And then that soon changed to watching Netflix and, as Will Smith would say, Getting jiggy with it. It's no longer about watching Netflix anymore. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, this is an interesting one. Last year, when Amazon's site went down for 49 minutes, uh, the company missed sales of nearly four, uh, 5.7 million. Jesus, in a few 49 minutes. 49 minutes. 49 minutes. That Jesus. Is quite a lot. Um, okay, well, Netflix pulls in more than $6 billion a year. Oof. The company closed out 2015 with an estimated 6.78 billion in revenue. 1.75 billion of that was profits, and that was three years ago. Imagine <laughs> how much it is now. Yeah. Um, okay, this is quite a long one, but I'll, I'll go for it because it's quite interesting. Uh, Greg Linden, a former Amazon employee who invented the recommendation engine, described Amazon's initial frugality. Lyndon writes, the quintessential example of Amazon's frugality was the door desk. Leave it to Jeff Bezos, buy a wooden door, preferably a hollow core wooden door with no holes pre- uh, pre-drilled, saw a couple of 4 by 4 by 6s uh, in half, bolt them to the door with a couple of scary-looking angle brackets, put it in front of a programmer. Boom, door desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Netflix has its own awards show called The Flixies. <laughs> like, I kid you not. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not heard about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently so. Okay. Um, Amazon's unique users are five times more valuable than eBay's. Amazon's average unique user brings in about $189, while eBay brings in just $39. Interesting. Fair enough. Um What's older, Netflix or Google? Well, apparently Netflix is older than Google by one whole year. Really? Yeah, Google didn't come out until 1998. And as we've already said earlier in the show, Netflix came out in 97. That's weird. Really weird. And then you think the likes of Facebook and YouTube are only 10 years old. I can't even imagine a world without... Well, I can't even imagine an internet pre-Google. Well, no, there was Ask Jeeves... And Yahoo search and AOL search. Ask Jeeves. Where are you, Ask Jeeves? I think he's still there, just no one uses it. No one uses it, no. Same as Bing. Oh, Microsoft. You'll just find a skeleton in a suit on Ask Jeeves now. Uh, (laughs) um, In 2009, Amazon.com bought bought popular online shoe retailer uh, Zappos.com in all stock deal worth uh, about uh, 1.2 billion. Sorry. Fair enough. 
But they've got some money to throw around, just yeah. apparently not for Amazon Prime Video. No, uh, it just goes on useless crap. Is it called um, Amazon Watch or Amazon Prime Video? I don't know. Amazon Prime Video, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, subscribers accidentally got hardcore porn in 1998 on Netflix, <laughs> apparently. Um, <laughs> it wanted to give subscribers something fresh. Wow. And it, and it put, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you said it. And it put footage of President Clinton's grand jury testimony up for rent on the DVD. The depiction, uh, the duplication house mixed up their hardcore, hard, their hardcore Chinese hardcore porn order <laughs> <laughs> with the Clinton discs. Ooh. Oh, that's... I'll tell you what, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I bet no one gave that back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that that that's literally it, really. Yeah, um, oh, hang on, there were so. over five plus million subscribers in Latin America alone in 2015, mm. um, and there are now seventy. Oh, as of 2015, seventy four million worldwide Netflix subscribers. Seventy four million. That is. That's ten percent of the world's population. Yeah. Ten percent. Just let that sink in and close the door behind you on the way in. Jesus Christ, that's ridiculous. 10% of the... Uh, not 10%, 1%. Oh, I can't do maths tonight. <laughs> oh, God. 1% of the world's population because yeah. they're 7 billion, not 700 million, if only. Um, yeah, so 1%. But even 1%, that's still huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine it's actually probably in the hundreds of millions now, in yeah. all fairness. From, from that. From three years ago. So there you have it. Netflix is taking over the world. Yeah. Um, it will It will become the next Umbrella Corporation. It will release the T-Virus. <laughs> and we will all die unless... Or it will be the Taco Bell and Demolition Man. <laughs> it will take over everything and we'll Where be every... eating in Netflix. <laughs> yes, everything will just be Taco Bell and it will be served on those little poncy things while you have some guy with a flock of seagulls hair goal, hairstyle just having a right go at you. And Netflix and chill will be a different meaning then. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, um, that's it. That's another hour up. That goes so fast. It just goes so fast, doesn't it? It just goes so fast. Thank you for listening. Um, we're going to have two weeks off. Uh, I'm on holiday, so we're having two weeks off, mm. a little bit of breather, and then we'll be back on the 9th um, where we're going to talk about Steven Spielberg. Now, it's either going to go one of two ways because we're both uh, <laughs> hopefully going to be watching Ready Player One. Yes, definitely. So we want to be talking about Steven Spielberg films, in but a good way. In a good way. But, <laughs> Hopefully. But we just want to prepare you that if Ready Player One is absolutely rubbish, then we are going to literally just be slating and talking about why Ready Player One wasn't great. I'm hoping it's not. I'm Loads of reviewers good. that I I trust have already said uh, that they've enjoyed the film for yeah. what it was, and it's an it's an adventure. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that we'll we'll have some good moments with Steven Spielberg and... Hopefully we'll uh, we'll go through all of his sort of back catalogue and uh, well most of it or most of it apart from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, we'll just we'll just <laughs> we'll glaze over that. that. We'll glaze over that. Um, but yeah, so that's what we'll be talking about on the 9th of April. Um, obviously, if you are listening to this before the 9th of April and you are looking for new shows, apologies, but please have a listen to some of our back catalogue. Um, there are loads. Mm. We have loads of shows. Uh, please go back and have a listen. Um, leave us a review while you're there as well that'd be great and if you want to get any of your friends to subscribe that'd be brilliant as well follow um, us on Facebook and Twitter and you can always suggest uh, a new topic that'd be awesome as yes, well yes feel free to let us know what you want us to talk about we'll happily uh, take people's ideas and yeah. suggestions um, <laughs> if you want if you do live locally and you can get to Peterborough on a Monday evening at 7 o'clock then you're more than welcome to come sit on the show and get behind the mic yeah join more us more than welcome absolutely um, and that's it. That's another show done. Cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to hit subscribe on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else and leave us a review. And we'll see you again in, in two weeks. Thank you very much. See you then. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. 